Hello everybody, Cal Banyan here, and we're back on calbanyan.com. And you know what, this is the Hypnosis Etc. program, and I bring you mostly hypnosis, but then some other stuff too. Let's see here, I'll tell you what we'll be getting into. I'm starting a new series. This new series is called, Some Things I Wish I Would've Knew From The Beginning. Some things that I wish I would've known Man, I mean, like from the very beginning of the time I came into this profession, and or at least earlier on in the profession. Uh, before I get into that, let me get into some really quick, important announcements. Oh, in case you didn't know, I'm Cal Banyan. I'm known as the authority of on hypnosis that works. I am the person that put together the five-path hypnosis, um, what shall we call it, system, where we go from one phase to another, and it's a universal approach to working on just about anything that would walk through your door. I'm also known for seven path self-hypnosis, mind, body, spirit, form of self-hypnosis that works like the very first antivirus software for the human mind, helping you to deprogram yourself and program yourself for success and much more. Now let me get into some really important announcements here. Hey, if you wanted to be in on the week of power in April, sorry, it's come and it is gone, but I've got some important news for you. In July, July 15th and 26th, I will be doing my world-famous NGH approved hypnosis certification super course with five path and seven path self-hypnosis and I'll tell you what it's already only got four seats left so if you're interested please go somewhere on this site or link down below on calbanion.com to check out our current schedule and if you're watching this program one year two years ten years down the road uh, just go to calbanion.com and check my current course schedule as of this time we are offering early registration discount, so that'd be the smart thing to do. All right, let's see here. Start planning for the National Guild Hypnotist Convention. In my mind, it's the only hypnosis event that matters. It's the biggest, it's the oldest, it's the most established. Uh, all the major speakers who are really anyone are at the NGH convention. Let's see here, give you an idea what's going on. Oh, special note to you five pathers out there. Remember, we've got the Thursday night before we take over the entire events restaurant and we go in there and we have our five pathers get together which we uh, talk about what's going on and we give out some awards and you guys get to see each other it's the best way ever to start the convention then on Friday I've got the universal patter script where I teach you about one script that would gosh work for just about everything then Saturday I give five path the quantum leap for hypnosis success a systematic approach and so I give a really good overview of how five path works then on late Saturday afternoon parts mediation work brings success when everything else has failed easily overcome secondary gain and complete the journey of success then this is the biggie post-convention three days you know that I am an expert and five pathers are experts on hypnotic age regression because of popular request, years ago I put together a three-day certification course for hypnotic age regression work. And most reputable hypnosis training programs will tell you do not do hypnotic age regression until you've had specialized training. Well, this is that specialized training. It's only about three days, and uh, but we are going to eat, sleep, and poop age regression during that period of time. 
All right, let's see here. So, oh, and Five Pathers, another note. We have a special arrangement with the National Guild of Hypnotists that on the last day, the last hour of the convention, we've got the Five Pathers Fandango. That's right, the Fandango, which is kind of like the beginning of the after party, where Five Pathers and their guests, really anyone that wants to be there, can come in and we catch up on the last few things at the convention, get some really good music and maybe some food and libations and all that kind of stuff together and before we move into the after party. So everyone's invited to that. So that'll be Sunday. It's three or four o'clock. You have to look at the NGH convention schedule. All right. One quick look. The series that I'm going to be going through, this one and the next three videos are, if something isn't working that should be working, what does that mean? And more importantly, what should you do? All right. All things being equal, the shorter the induction, the more reliable it is and why that's true. Then after that, I'll be getting into hypnosis is not fragile. Hypnosis is not relaxation or stillness or any of that kind of stuff. So we'll be getting into that in the next coming videos. And this is really interesting. We are the service of last resort and why that's a very good thing. So if you're not already subscribed, you want to make sure you subscribe to this channel or you want to go to calbanion.com and subscribe. And then every week when a new video comes out, we give you a little note, say, hey, new videos out. And also as a bonus, if you go to the calbanion.com and you prescribe, subscribe there, you get a link to all 540 videos that have been done already. It's like an encyclopedia, a video encyclopedia of hypnosis. All right, now, so let's get on with our topic for today. We'll just turn the page. Aha, here we go. Topic, what I wish I would have known from the beginning. If something isn't working that should be working, it means that one of three things. See, man, man when, when, when I first started off, if, like, for example, I'm doing a hypnotic induction and it wasn't working. And by, by not working, I mean I'm doing a test and they're not passing the test. You know, I would go, oh, man, maybe that's a bad induction when really that whole thought process is wrong. Now, I developed Five Path, which is a systematic approach to doing hypnosis, because when you have a process, then you can check the stages of the process when something isn't working. So, here's what I want you to think about. If something isn't working that should be working, and by should be working, that means that you know that you know how to do the, the technique. It's not like it's the very first time you've done the technique. You've done the technique, be it age regression or be it eye lock or arm lock convincer or whatever it is while you're in the hypnosis session. If that's not working and you know how to do it, what does that mean? Okay, number one, I want you to realize maybe your client just didn't understand the suggestion. So if it's not working, one of the first things I would do is I would just say the the suggestion or the instructions over again. Okay? So uh, for example, if I'm doing an eye lock test, I would tell them, you know, 
In a moment, we're going to do that again. It's the nature of human beings to do better with practice. In a moment, I'll be lightly touching on the forehead. Start counting with the number one. And with every number that I count, your eyelids will twitch and tighten and lock down. If that's okay with you, nod your head. Mm -hmm. Good. All right, here we go. So now I have, I know that they have really understood the, the suggestion, right? So then I will go through that. Then, if for some reason, whatever technique I'm doing, age regression, eye lock test, covert test for somnambulism, whatever you're working on is, I would say to myself, ah, something that was to come before this moment, before this time, in this hypnosis process, <laughs> what, what, what's going on is something before it wasn't done completely or adequately or done at all. For example, if I was in the stage of where I'm just hypnotizing someone and for one reason or another they're not going into hypnosis, then that tells me the pre-talk probably isn't done. They still have some fear or misconception about hypnosis. So, in that point, I would just simply leave them in hypnosis, whatever level I have. I might not have any hypnosis at all, or I might have just a light state of hypnosis. And have them open their eyes, and I would just ask them, you know, I'm wondering if there's anything, you know, I might have needed to cover that you're still wondering about or something. You see, the purpose of a pre-talk is to remove fears and misperceptions or misconceptions about hypnosis that would prevent them from quickly and easily going into a deep state of hypnosis with a proper and good hypnotic uh, induction. So, all right, so then what you do is you complete the pre-talk and then you do the test for readiness of hypnosis. We go, something like this, well, I feel like we've covered everything now. Would you like to do hypnosis with me now? And at that point, they should look eager, happy, uh, no resistance at all, no fear at all, and then just start from the beginning, okay? So, number one, if something isn't working that should be working, think maybe they just didn't understand the instruction, okay? For example, when you're challenging eye lock, we say, try to open them, but you cannot. Try, but you cannot open them. Try, but you cannot. Don't just say try to open them. Because <laughs> some people, well, just open them. You've got to get the other part of the suggestion in there. So, they did not understand the instruction or the suggestion. I guess we could even say that may, maybe the instruction or the suggestion was not given properly, but I kind of stipulated that this is something you know how to do, this technique, you already know how to do it. You've done it before successfully, and this particular client is having a problem with it. Okay, so number one, perhaps they did not understand the suggestion. Number two, the technique isn't working, then maybe something before it wasn't done effectively or adequately or at all. And so my biggest uh, thing that I'm concerned about in the beginning is, was my pre-talk done complete? Are they really in that state where they're eager to be hypnotized? Okay. Another example would be, let's say I'm doing age regression and they're not Regressing, they're not having a revivification. They're not hallucinating being there. Well, that means they're not deep enough. 
Okay? That means whatever induction was done and whatever testing was done was not adequate to ensure that you have at least stage four hypnosis in the Harry Aaron scale, something five pathers call the threshold of somnambulism. Okay? So now here's number three. Number three, if they know what the instruction is, if they understand it, which was number one, and two, they, they are they are properly prepared, you know, everything that was supposed to happen before it was done, then number three is they've become non-compliant. They, they're deep enough to do it. They understand the instruction, but they're just not going to do it. So, for example, maybe they refuse to age regress. regress. Maybe they refuse to test ILOC. And in that case, we have determined that we have a non-compliant client. So what do you do with a non-compliant client? You can do nothing with a non-compliant client. So I'll tell you what we do next. Now, I've mentioned this on earlier podcasts. It's called The Talk. I leave them in whatever level of hypnosis they're in. I don't emerge them. I say, open your eyes. We need to talk. Okay. If we're going, if, if I'm, I believe I can help you. But you have to follow my instructions. I want you to think about everything you've tried to fix this problem and recognize that that just really hasn't worked. Think about what you're going to do if this doesn't work. I believe I can help you, but you must follow my instructions. Decide. And then you be quiet and give them all the time they need to decide. Because if they remain non-compliant, you can't help them. They need to follow your instructions. If you say, take a deep breath and exhale, they need to take a deep breath and exhale. If you tell them to send a feeling of relaxation through their body, they have to do their very best at that. If you tell them to the, that as, you know, in a moment you count from three back to one, you be back in an earlier time, you felt that way, and they understand the instruction, and everything has been done properly up to that point so that they are deep enough, and then you give them the instruction and they refuse to go, there's nothing you can do. Okay? Now, here's the deal. This ultimatum, and it is an ultimatum. People, ultimatums get a bad rap. Sometimes, I call it ruthless compassion. I really want to help this person, and the only way I know to help them is my way. they got to follow my instructions, and I need to get that across to them in a caring and professional way. So it goes like this once again. Open your eyes, look at me. I believe I can help you, but you need to follow my instructions. I want you to think about everything you've tried. Obviously, it hasn't worked or you wouldn't be here. I want you to consider your options if you don't do this work. Not so good. I believe I can help you, but you have to follow my instructions. Decide. And then you be quiet. Give them all the time they need. Now, so far, so far, that's worked for me every single 
time. They have opted back in. And all of a sudden, the person that says, I can't see anything, or I can't do that, or I don't remember anything before the age of 15, all of a sudden, they say, okay, and I tap them on the head and go, three, two, one, be there, and it works. It wasn't that they can't. If they, if, if they understand the instruction, and if they've been properly prepared, that they're right depth, if you've done everything you need to do up to that point, and they don't go, it's not that they can't. It's that they won't. And once you get them to the will, instead of won't, I will, okay, then it, it just starts working just like that. Now, I will stipulate this a little bit. Two things you got to remember that you have to really be willing to not see that client. <laughs> I mean, if, if they are non-compliant, you have to send them on their way. And that needs to be in your tone, that it's like, I, I need you to decide. And if they say, you know, I can't do this or I can't do that, and you say, well, you know, I really wish you well. Uh, I hope you are able to find some way to take care of this problem. If you change your mind, I'm right here. I'm happy to work with you. Okay. I've had two people do that. But Cal, you said that's worked for you every time. Yes. I've had two people say, I can't do that, and I let them go. And then they came right back in. It might have been a day, or it might have been a week, or it might have been a month. But then they came back and they said, okay, I'm ready. Beautiful. Instant induction, quick deepening, instructions right where we left off, and boom, all of a sudden they can do it. So if, you, if, you, if they understand the instructions and you've done all the preparatory work, then what happens? They need to be compliant. That's the magic three things. All right. Boy, I wish I would have known that back in the beginning. Okay, I got some more topics coming up to you. I want to see you in class. We got a July class coming up. Uh, I think that's about it for now. Cal Banyan, signing off. <laughs>